Yo! What's going on? Welcome to Sky Captain and the Podcast of Tomorrow. Hit it, baby. Everybody, welcome to the podcast, Sky Captain, and the podcast of tomorrow. I am your host, Sky Captain. I am currently in a vehicle right now. I didn't have time to record this in the studio, so I got a bit, a little bit of time right now to talk some movie news with you guys. Hopefully, I can edit some of the the sounds out, like the AC. But just so you guys know, I'm not driving. Okay, <laughs> I'm not driving. So. And that's a good uh, public service announcement, PSA, don't podcast and drive. I apologize ahead of time if I can't, if I'm not able to uh, figure out how to edit some of this noise. Um, So yeah, apologies ahead of time. Anyways, let's get started, guys. A lot happened during the weekend, and by a lot, I mean D23. So for some of you guys who... I don't know what D23 is. It's basically the company Disney. It's their version of a mini little Comic Con. And I'm sure the majority of you guys know what Comic Con is. It's been around for many, many years. D23 is basically that, but the Disney version. So, having that said, it's nothing but Disney properties, which is like, you know, the Disney movies, anything related to Disney. Um, It also involves. Marvel, it involves, uh, you know, just everything Disney. Man, I'm, I'm drawing a brain fart of other things that they own, but man, Disney owns a lot right now. Yeah, that happened, I believe it was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I, I'm not sure. A lot went down, they showed a lot of things over there. And so let's start, let's start off with this, okay? They released a Star Wars, The Last Jedi little uh, featurette of like behind the scenes. And, you know, they show some clips of the film and, you know, they're interviewing the actors, which was uh, great. You know, it got me pumped for the movie. I wasn't expecting a teaser trailer or a trailer for The Last Jedi because normally at these things, they like to release little featurettes of behind-the-scenes footage. So, that definitely got me pumped. You got to see, you know, new monsters, aliens, little creatures, I guess. I won't call them monsters, but yeah, it was was fun to watch. I mean, they released it to everybody at D23, and then almost immediately, instantly, they released it to the world, you know, via YouTube, via the internet. So, I got to see that, and it was amazing. So, my little tiny review of that was it was great it got me pumped uh to see the movie this december you know of course it was sad to see carrie fisher uh in the uh you know little featurette it, you know it, it's it gave me chills man i was like oh gosh you know and at the end she's like oh it's about family you see her having a good time She's having a blast, you know, she's, you know, uh, 
Poe Dameron, played by Oscar Isaacs, you know, gave her a hug, and then she was, you know, laughing it up with Mark Hamill in, in one little scene, and it's just, it was really sad to see. But, at the same time, it, you know, got me very, very excited for it. That is not the only thing they dropped. The biggest thing, from what I have understood and what I hear, is Marvel. They released a trailer for Infinity War. Originally, I wanted to, because the people I follow on, on YouTube and Twitter, I mean, they were going, and then a bunch of sites were just releasing the description of the trailer, which was great. Um, I'm, I'm hoping Disney said, you know, Marvel said, it's okay, you know, let people know what happened. I'm hoping that's what it was. I'm staying away from that, to be honest. As soon as I heard, I was like, nope, don't want to hear it. Maybe they'll release it to the rest of the world like they released the, the featurette. So, but as time went on, you know, I was uh, not let down nor disappointed. I was expecting them not to release it to the public, uh, which is us, you know, the rest of the world. The people at D23 were lucky enough to see it. They did something very similar to us last year. I believe they released like Thor Ragnarok footage and they didn't uh, release it to the rest of us. I'm a little upset about that. Comic-Con is quickly approaching. It's this coming weekend. I have a feeling they are not going to release it to the public. I believe they're going to show that same footage to the people at Comic-Con, but they're not going to release it to the public because I believe that's what they did last year as well with the Thor Ragnarok uh, footage. They showed it both at D23 and then at Comic-Con, but they did not show it to us. That upsets me, but whatever. I'm over it. And like I said, originally I wanted to not read the description, not read any, basically, spoilers of the trailer. You know, a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of the guys, you know, were bringing it up. And I was like, fine, fine. I started reading some of the descriptions and oh my God, you guys, the stuff they released there. Wow. The stuff I'm hearing where it's just like, just chaos, Thanos beating everyone, he beat down Thor, he beat down Spider-Man, Iron Man, he basically beat down everyone, everyone's all bloodied up, oh my gosh, it's just, oh man, just reading all these descriptions about it just makes me more furious that, you know, Marvel did not release it to the rest of us, I get it, I guess, you know, hey, thanks for paying to, to be here, we're going to reward you, for your money for making us richer so i'm gonna sh we're gonna show you this footage and forget the rest of the world for not paying <laughs> that's basically how i see it man but you know it is a business so whatever and you know like i said from the uh, from the beginning this is something that just beat out the rest of the things that were released this was the place to be at to watch this now other things that was released at D23 were Lion King footage, which was basically a little clip play-by-play -play from the original animated film, which is, you know, the Circle of Life, Simba, Rafiki, everyone being there. But with the new technology, you know, the CG technology that Jon Favreau is uh, using and directing, I heard it was amazing that it was just, wow, that the animals looked very, 
very lifelike, real. Uh, you know, it was just amazing. So there's that. And, um, you know, they released other films that they have uh, on their slate, which is, you know, A Wrinkle in Time, Mary Poppins. Man, like I said, I'm trying to bring for it. I didn't bring my, my notes. That's what happens when you're, you know, podcasting on the road. So if I'm missing something, let me know, guys. Uh, but yeah, D23, that's where it's at. Man, you know, freaking uh, Comic Con's coming up. That's that's amazing. So it's I have a buddy who's going to be at Comic Con, and he's gonna you know let me know what's up. Yeah, that was the that was the really big thing that happened over the weekend. Okay, and then also, um, I was told that there was a little tiny clip of uh, Tim Burton, which uh, he spoke a little bit about Dumbo, just basically saying, "Hey, we just started filming. We started production." And that was basically it. Also, which I almost forgot, they finally have the cast, the entire cast of the Aladdin, the live action Aladdin movie. Now, this one is uh, very interesting. Uh, they have Will Smith as the genie, which a lot of people are already starting to riot. In the animated film, the late great Robin Williams played that role. And he played it amazing. And it's hard to replace that. And then Will Smith. You hear about Will Smith taking the role. It was just... uh, I'll I'll tell you what I think, okay? I think this is great. Look at the range that Will Smith has, okay? You know, he's done... He started off, you know, he's done uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So, you know, he can be goofy, quirky, and very uh have a quick tongue you know just speak real quick uh with the comebacks and all that and then he can be very serious and just just close your eyes imagine genie and then imagine the voice of will smith it actually kind of fits at least for me it fits of course no one can ever no one can give the performance as good as robin williams did but will smith just might might pull it off so let's give him a chance you know we love to go up in arms with everything with news that we hear let's just have an open mind and let's give this guy a legit shot and then you know princess jasmine is being played by man i really should have brought the show notes um she played the pink ranger naomi something place i'm not sure and then aladdin i believe is a is a no name and i don't mean no disrespect but it's basically not a no-name actor. It's unknown. There we go. That's much better said. I apologize. It's an unknown actor, which is great. But now they have their cast. So I'm glad that's being taken care of and they can finally move on. Okay, so that's what happened over at D23. Wish I was there. Maybe next year. Now, let's move on to the next topic, which is the weekend box office result. All right. Now, coming in at number one, War for the Planet of the Apes, which made $56.5 million. Spider-Man Homecoming coming in at number two with 45.2 million. At number three, Despicable Me 3, which made 18.94 million. And then at number four, Baby Driver, which made 8.75 million. And then at number five, The Big Sick, 7.6 million. Honestly, I am very surprised that Wonder Woman is not in the top five. She had a good run. She was in the top five for a little over a month which is awesome and great but i honestly thought she was going to stick around either at the number four or the number five spot war for the planet of the apes made a little bit more than what the studio was expecting it to make which is amazing you know fox did a great job my full-on spoiler review for war for the planet of the apes will be up 
later on this week. You will hear what I thought about that film. I won't talk about it here. So, like I said, War for the Planet of the Apes made $56.5 million. <sighs> it could have made a lot more if it weren't for Spider-Man Homecoming. These two truly battled, not for the number one spot, but for money. Spider-Man Homecoming took a big chunk that War for the Planet of the Apes could have made, and then vice versa, you know? War for the Planet of the Apes took what Spider-Man could have made as well. Spider-Man Homecoming came at a 61% drop-off from, from what it made last weekend, opening weekend, which is a pretty kind of big drop-off. Not too big, it's not bad. But, I mean, look, look what came out. War for the Planet of the Apes, the final film of the trilogy of, you know, this new iteration, this new reboot slash prequel of Apes movies. I am happy that it made its money. I fear, and I am predicting that War for the Planet of the Apes is going to have a major, major drop-off the next weekend. That is just my opinion, but like I said before in like episode 3, I believe, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes is not as good as I was expecting it to be. I mean, it, it's a great... No, no, no. Let, let me reword. Let me rephrase that. It's not what I was expecting. You know, the title says war, and then I thought, you know what? Finally, it's going to be a war between apes and humans, because we really didn't get that in the second one. You know, Don of the Planet of the Apes. It was basically a war between brothers, you know, Koba and Caesar. And then humans were just in the, in the middle of that. This one was just like, finally, finally they get to battle it out. And, um, it's, it's, it's not that. And that's, that's not a spoiler. That's just a heads up. I had already told you guys, do not expect a full on battle between apes and humans from start to finish. So having that said, and having that thought in my head, I don't think it's going to have legs in this following week. It's a shame. So I honestly think it's going to go down to like the number two, number three, or fourth spot. I will be surprised if it gets knocked out of the top five, which, I, you know, I don't think so. You know, Spider-Man made its money, had a 61% drop-off rate, you know, but that's due to a war for the Planet of the Apes. I believe this next weekend, it'll take back the number one spot uh you know it's open up against valerian and some other films but i still think spider-man will, will become will go back to that number one spot baby driver wow still in the top five this original film i would call it indie an indie film you know it's making its money edgar wright is you know on cloud nine for sure he's just having the greatest time ever every weekend it's not having a major drop-off it's always like in the 20s and the 30s percent of uh, the drop-off. Now, at number five, The Big Sick, which is a really underrated comedy. Yeah, that is a comedy. It's it's from uh, Judd Apatow. You know, we know what he can uh, make, produce. I am so glad that that one, that's another indie film. I would consider that an indie film. That one is, you got two indies in the top five. That is amazing. That is great. Give The Big Sick a shot. Baby Driver, I've already told you guys, you guys need to see this movie. It is amazing. Now, Despicable Me 3 is number three because it's basically, you know, it's, it's, look at the films that are opening. This is the kid, the child, the infant, toddler friendly film that people, parents can take their, you know, children. So, of course, it's going to be there. You know, they don't want them seeing, you know, violence with war for the Planet of the Apes and then some 
you know, mild violence with Spider-Man. So, you know, they'll go have him watch the Despicable Me 3 film. So all around top five, looking good, looking great. My predictions is that uh, Spider-Man will take back the number one spot following weekend. All right, guys, something just dropped right now. So let's talk about this. Uh, by the time this podcast is up, you know, I'm sure, I mean, it just dropped literally 36 minutes ago from when I'm recording right now. It is a tweet from James Gunn. Someone asked him, will the, will the story, and of course he's talking about Guardians 3, will the story be connected to Infinity War timeline? And coming from James Gunn, he wrote, Volume 3 will happen after both Infinity War movies. So what happens to the characters on that adventure will, of course, affect them. There you have it, guys. Obviously, it was to no surprise, but he confirmed it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be after both Infinity War films. Now, he says whatever happens after that will, of course, affect them. So, having that said, I'm thinking whatever plan or idea James Gunn had for Volume 3 just went out the window, most definitely. So, I mean, if there's... Wow, this is just... I don't know what to say. I have to really process this, but my initial thought is if there's a certain death within that group or if Thanos just breaks their spirits, I mean, they're going to have to, like, figure something out. I, I, I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, this is this news is just way too soon, but I'm just, uh, you know, letting you guys know now that that's what he said. Wow, that is just amazing. I mean, let's just say they all come out alive and then, you know, I'm expecting a death, a couple deaths to happen in Infinity War. So we'll see where that goes. So that's very interesting. So whatever happens there, we will kind of have an idea of where Volume 3 is going to go. That is crazy because James Gunn said, you know, maybe last month that he had already started writing Volume 3. I wonder if he already knows what's going to happen in Infinity War, which kind of makes sense. Or if, you know, Marvel you know, a.k.a. Kevin Feige is keeping it close to the chest and not letting anybody know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he just told him, hey, you know what? Write what you have to write. And just whatever happens in Infinity War, weave it into your script later. Sorry, we can't tell you what happens. This is just uh, our decision. Or maybe he already knows and he's starting to write. And that's just crazy to know that there's a possibility that James Gunn knows what happens in both Infinity War films. Don't be expecting a Volume 3 anytime soon, guys. <laughs> we, we gotta wait, uh, what is it, like three, maybe three, four years? That's crazy. Well, anyways, this podcast, we're gonna keep it short. That's basically all what happened. I wanted to talk, I wanted to give my little mini, a little mini spoiler review for Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I'm gonna make a separate podcast for that so keep an ear out for that it'll be dropping sometime this week maybe on friday maybe on thursday i'm not sure also real quick i forgot to mention uh some posters were released for uh star wars the last jedi everyone's wearing red it's amazing it's great check those out okay guys uh that i believe that is it yep i am here at my destination so thanks for listening follow us on the social media that is at scatpot s-c-a-t-p-o-t at scatpot on twitter and instagram and then also if you're listening on itunes or soundcloud 
uh, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. I am your host, Sky Captain. Out.